today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Here in Ontario, Ontario Premier Doug Ford uh, rolled out, along with the Education Minister Stephen Lutze, rolled out their plan, uh, and he thinks it's a pretty good one. This is what he had to say. We went with some of the brightest minds in the world, not even Canada, not even Ontario, the sick kids medical team that's advising us along with CHEO and, and UHN and, and our health team. So they've come up with a plan. I respect their plan. They're the experts. We aren't the experts. But for the parents that are nervous, I, I understand. I'm, I'm nervous as a premier. I, I'm going to be losing sleep all the way up through September to make sure these kids are safe. Well, let's talk about kids' safety because that seems to be one of the areas of concern among a number of people. As a matter of fact, a petition has been started. Uh, thousands of people are already signed on, and it's all about classroom sizes uh, once the school year resumes. resumes rather. Kelly Iggers is a teacher librarian for the Toronto District School Board. She's the one who started the, the, uh, the, this whole ball rolling with the petition, and she joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show. Kelly, thank you so much for the time. Glad you could join us today. Thank you so much for having me. Let me ask you about that. You just heard the Premier's last quote there. I want to make sure the kids are safe. Uh, to your mind, and I guess the thousands who have signed on to your petition, uh, that doesn't pass the smell test, does it? Absolutely not. And what I hear is Premier, Premier Ford suggesting that um, the plan that uh, has been put forward follows the advice of experts from sick kids. The fact is, it absolutely does not follow the priority recommendation from sick kids to reduce class sizes for a safe return to school. So we have a plan here that um, disregards the expert advice um, that has been uh, shared with our provincial government by the sick kids team. It also doesn't follow the evidence of what works. Um, we can see in other countries and regions around the world that it has been possible for places to go back to school successfully without surges in cases. Um, but what uh, these places have in common that have done it successfully is they have gone back with small class sizes. The example that we have of a country that uh, went back with full-size classes similar to um, Ontario class sizes is Israel. And the results there were disastrous. They went from case counts that are very similar to what we are at now in Ontario of uh, below 100 to upwards of 1,500 daily. We, we need a plan that is responsible, that follows the evidence that listens to our expert advice um, and that keeps our community safe. I heard uh, Education Minister Stephen Lecce, he was on earlier uh, this week, actually, with Roy Green here on CHML, uh, on the, uh, the sh actually, it's a national show. But anyway, he talked about the fact that they're going to monitor this, and I'm sure you've heard this before, Kelly, and if they see a spike or something like that, this, they will respond to it. Uh, uh, they're rather vague about what, what respond means. Does that mean they're going to say, oh, sh maybe uh, you know, we should actually do something about smaller class sizes, or are they going to shut the schools down again? We don't really know, do we, what Plan B is? We need to do this right, and if the government plans to monitor and respond, let's start with a plan that follows the evidence and listens to the experts and monitor. And if that plan is working, if our case counts continue to drop, if we're doing this the right way, maybe we will get to a point where we can relax some of the uh, restrictions or some of the uh, measures that are put in place. It's not the responsible way to go back to school by starting with what we hope might work out, but we can see has failed in other places. I just assumed, and maybe I'm being naive here, but as, as, as the back-to-work plan started to roll out here in the province of Ontario, let's be specific about this one, 
Uh, and, and for instance, they said, okay, you can go into grocery stores now, but only a certain number of people. You can't have a crowded grocery store like you could pre-COVID. Uh, you can open restaurants now that were in phase three, but if a restaurant held 100 people, they can probably have about 30 in there now, but it's all for safety. I assume, Kelly, that when they opened the schools, they would do the same thing and said, look, at, in the name of social distancing, we can't have 25 kids in the class anymore, but they don't seem to think of that way. Absolutely, and I think that over the summer, a lot of uh, families, parents, students, and teachers and education workers have have been looking ahead to September with some excitement about getting back. But that, I think, went hand-in-hand over the summer with the expectation that the government would provide a safe plan for us that follows the evidence that that implements small class sizes so that we can do it safely. Um, I just listened to an ad broadcast on on your station um, and paid for by the government of Ontario saying, Please remain two meters apart from others. Practice physical distancing. Um, this back-to-school plan puts, you, you said 25, but I would point out that in, in most typical classes in Ontario, in my experience, in kindergarten as well as grades four through eight, class sizes are very often 30 and sometimes above. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at putting 30 students and a teacher into a room that absolutely doesn't have space for physical distancing, not even close to the one meter that has been uh, suggested as, as possibly safe by sick kids. Um, our rooms are, are poorly ventilated in many of our, our old buildings, our old schools. Um, and, and I would add that all summer, um, we've heard the recommendation from Dr. Teresa Tam to avoid what she calls the three C's, closed spaces, crowded places, and close contact, and at the very least to avoid uh, double dipping. That is to, you know, if you have to practice or if you have to engage in one of those, perhaps that's okay, but please don't engage in two of them. Well, classrooms tick the boxes for all three. Our classrooms are closed spaces. They will be crowded places, and students will be in close contact with one another. So this plan it's just, it's not acceptable and it, it's not responsible. Uh, we need to keep all of Ontario safe. If anybody's exposed to this, whether it's a, a teacher like yourself or even one of the students, and we do know, uh, <clears throat> contrary to what some of the politicians are saying, that kids are not immune to this. I mean, they have caught okay. they have contracted COVID and they could be carrying it. I could be carrying it. I mean, we don't know that yet, uh, okay. yet to be determined. But if you've got 10 people in a classroom, there's a chance that that could spread if somebody in that classroom is, is testing positive. But if you make 30 people in there, exponentially you're increasing the chances of a spread, are you not? Absolutely. I don't think that a back-to-school plan with small class sizes means that we will have no cases. I don't think that's realistic. At this point, we know that we're, we're going to be dealing with this virus for um, some time to come. But the, the issue is we need to put a plan in place that minimizes the risk that um, gives us a a fair chance at getting back to school successfully and staying there and keeping our communities safe. Because let's let's be honest, school transmission is not going to um, remain within the confines of schools. Our students, our parents, our education workers are members of our Ontario communities, and school transmission will mean community transmission. Anxious to get back to work, I assume, are you? I... I have been so excited to get back to work, as I know all of my colleagues are, um, but this plan doesn't provide a safe method for us to get back into the schools. Um, I think that the goal here, we all have the same goal here. Let's get back to school. Let's get our kids back in school. We know that this is 
is what they need. Um, and we, for so many reasons, I think we, we want to get our kids back in school. Um, we just, there's no point in trying it if we're not going to do it in a manner that, that follows the evidence and the expert advice and gives us a chance at doing it right. I just, I asked you because you're echoing the sentiments of, I've got four teachers that live across the road from us as I broadcast from home for the last five months. Yep. And that's that's the tone of the conversation I've had with them. They're dying to get back to it, uh, but they want to make sure that it's safe. And, and I, there's a lot of questions about this. i got about 10 seconds left. If they want to sign the petition, where can they find you? They can find it at www.change.org slash Ontario Demands Better. Kelly Iggers, uh, who is behind the petition, thank you so much for the time. Good luck with this. We'll see how the uh, government responds to it. Thank you so much for having me on. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.